Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Watsal Vora. And as is the norm with all the la- all these previous podcasts, when we talk about Team India, I once again have all three of my friends here for a very very good discussion, which we are going to have for the upcoming one day series against the West Indies. Team India are playing three one day internationals, and we are here to look ahead. to not only the three match one day series which we are going to play against the west indies but we also would like to discuss the upcoming cricket world cup because i think this is the starting point for our preparations in a way and uh, and let's hope that we all have a nice discussion on how things things would pan out for team india as we look to win the world cup on home conditions joining me once again is dwij yash and nachiket before we start this podcast and we start our immaculate discussions let's all wish nachiket a very happy birthday nachiket thanks for taking time of your birthday for this podcast it was not difficult as i've been on my bed <laughs> six six since the last 3 4 days so i've got all the time in the world for you yes i hope you recover well uh, dwij it's finally good to have you back you, you missed one of the previous episodes but it's really nice to have you once again yes uh, feels great to be back uh, was running on some busy schedules but finally today it's all worked out uh yeah it's 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 great to have you and we are uh, going to have some uh, great discussions about team india with you around so definitely looking forward to that and we always have yash with 100% attendance just like nachiket so welcome back yash <laughs> thank you so much for inviting yes um uh, so basically we are here to discuss as we put it in the introduction we are here to not only discuss the upcoming west indies series but we are also here to see how the strategic route for team india in a way on how things would happen leading towards the world cup uh, we are coming into this three match one day series on the back of a 1-0 win in the test series we had two test matches we could have easily won that 2-0 but unfortunately the weather played its part like it's been doing in all the test series it happened in the ashes it happened between sri lanka and pakistan as well and the rain also got also got in the way of india versus west indies series but we'll take that one nil series nachiket what are your thoughts on that test series it felt like you know team india were like i i it would it would not be right to say not taking it seriously because playing for the nation is something beyond what us mortals can uh, just visualize but i think it felt like we are taking a step into the future kind of things what do you make of that test series well uh, everyone was saying that it was one of the most uh, one sided test series that uh, yeah. we have uh, witnessed in recent times but that should be uh, you know uh, credit to team india for you know uh, making it one sided as it was expected but uh, yeah. for it to happen india had to perform well so first test was uh, completely 
यू नो टूअर्ड्स इंडिया एंड वी हैव परफॉर्म वेल मेकिंग गुड डेब्यू बोलर डूइंग वेल सेंचुरी फॉर रोहित शर्मा एज वी डिस्कस्ट इन दीव्यू पॉडकास्ट दैट इट वॉज इम्पॉर्टेंट दैट हिम विराट कोहली दे गेट रंस अंडर देर बेल्ट but uh, the second one the draw might haunt us uh, when we play the away series in the future in the wtc cycle as uh, it yeah. was almost like we'll be winning the match but uh, due to rain we lost four crucial points and because of that sorry we had to uh, settle with four points and yeah that's the thing uh, we slipped to the second position and our away series are also tough ones coming against south africa australia so uh this might hurt us uh depending run. on how things pan out but overall it's been a good experience couple of debutants in there like mukesh yeah. kumar yashasvi jaiswal so uh, overall few boxes were ticked ishan kishan scored runs uh, that was needed from a wicket keeper so a good series overall but uh, would have been perfect if we had uh, won on the last day of the second match too yeah and it it looked like we could have done i think all we needed was like eight wickets on the final day on a relatively bowling friendly wicket so it could have been really like possible if the game had gone on but which let's let's come to you rika and i want to di- like get this conversation out of the test series into the one day series and the one thing that kind of connects the test series and the one day series is that this again just like the test series the squad for the one day series is kind of it let's say it's not rotation based squad but we we know that there are some very important players who would who would naturally be in in this uh, one day series and missing the likes of bumrah kl rahul rishabh pant and sorts and there are some uh, players who usually are on the fringes of the first team the likes of ishan kishan there's uh, sanju samson in this squad as well do you think this is more of a trial and error basis just like what we witnessed in the test series or do you think team india the management would be looking at permutations and combinations of to see who works and who doesn't work as far as the world cup is concerned yes i think it's more of the latter part i think yeah we the selectors might be looking at the bench strength i mean what 15 members will finally make the cut because if rishabh pant doesn't make it to the world cup i don't think he might be fit i don't know his status right now but then you have ishan kishan and sanju samson as your two mainstream yeah. keepers and so they are both in the squad so i think we might see either both of them playing ishan as an opener and sanju samson in the middle order or then yeah. they may also go for one of them in the middle order with rituraj opening so i think it's not it's much more of a strength kind of test for the bench and they are just even in the fast bowling department they have picked mukesh kumar and uh, jaydev wonatkar so mohammad shami is not there yeah. so i think mukesh kumar can be a, some sort of a like for like replacement for shami because he also is a good seam and swing yes, bowler yes so if god forbids anything happens to shami then we have already a tested one day bowler there's also umran malik like let's yeah. before we, we before we get into the ideal playing 11 and uh, permutation combinations and the middle order balance and stuff let's briefly let me just briefly name the indian one day squad and it goes as follows we have rohit sharma as the captain we have ruturaj gaikwad he was part of the test squad as well but unfortunately he didn't get a game so we have rohit sharma ruturaj gaikwad ishan kishan is there virat kohli sanju samson 
Shubman Gill, Surya Kumar Yadav, Hardik Pandya is back as the vice captain. We have Ravinder Jadeja, Akshar Patel, Yuzi Chahal, Kuldeep Yadav, Mohammad Siraj, Mukesh Kumar, Shardul Thakur, Umran Malik, and Jaydev Unadkat. Yash, this this squad has a lot of players who might not feature in the squad for the World Cup. Let alone let's let I think World Cup is a bit too far fetched. Let's talk about the Asia Cup as well. There could be like, let's say if we get the likes of Shreya Shayar back, KL Rahul back, Rishabh Pant back, Jaspreet Bumrah back. These are the players who you expect are going to make a comeback once they're fully fit. But it is it is really good to see the likes of Samson, Ruturaj, Gaikwad and uh, others be part of this squad. Do you think they have the capability of, you know, putting pressure on selectors and maybe, maybe perform in such a way that the selectors don't have any other option but to not ignore them and pick them. Do you think these kind of players, the likes of Ruturaj Gaikwad and Sanju Samson in particular, have the chance to, you know, take the mantle away from the likes of KL Rahul and Shreya Sayar? Or, or do you think that eventually they are going to make a comeback regardless of how good Sanju Samson and the likes are playing? Uh, like, it, it can't go both the ways. Yes. Other guys can make a comeback, and like there is huge potential in these newcomers of the IPL age, Ruduraj Gaikwad yes. and Sanju Samson. Uh, as far like what I have seen and noticed, like these guys, they deserve every bit of chance. They have yeah. been offered, but it was in some or another way. Like if if they didn't even play that match, it couldn't have mattered. So yeah. I think like uh, opting for them in such uh, competitions where you know we are the strong side. Like they should get good exposure, and we can always do uh, the permutation and combinations in the yeah. playing eleven. And like I have seen these guys, like they like they deadly. They need a chance to prove their worth. Like they are not just uh, the IPL kids, which we refer yeah, them to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think they they deserve their fair bit of chance. Like as many options and chances other players have been given over them uh, throughout the year. Yeah, that is a good point, and. And which I want to get back to you on this because when Yash was just explaining this, I, re- I just recollected a point you made earlier in this podcast and you said that you would like to see Ishan Kishan in that opening slot rather than in the middle order where we usually see our wicket keepers play, be it KL, Rahul or Rishabh Pant. But then do you think uh, Sanju Samson fits in a little bit more better in that regard because you don't want to disrupt the opening partnership of Shubman Gill and Rohit Sharma because they are, regardless of whoever is fit or not, if these two are fit, they are going to be our openers, not only for this uh, series against the West Indies, but for the Asia Cup and before the World Cup as well. So, do you think if you if Team India want their wicketkeeper in the middle order, do you think it is wise to go for someone like Sanju Samson rather than Ishan Kishan? Uh, I think that it can again, it depends. I mean, Rishabh Pant has been playing a role in the middle order or the top top of the middle order for us. That similar role pro Rishan Kishan can also play. Plus, he is also a lefty like Rishabh Pant. So, we don't have uh, enough left-handers in our squad. That's a good point. So, I think that is one thing that can favor Rishan Kishan. Plus, he has been in the side more regularly and he has featured more regularly than Sanju Samson. So I think he has that slight edge over his selection in the side. Yeah. Plus I think if uh, the management decides to give him a role similar to what Pant was performing, like uh, come in, come in as a floater at either number four or five. Be a pinch and hitter. just, you know, 
yeah be a pinch hitter in the last 15 10-15 overs then yes. I think he can uh, play that role very well better than Sanju Samson yeah. but if you really want to give it a try if you win the series and you still have a game left then I think you can try that uh, opening combination even you can try Ruturaj with Ishan Kishan yeah, that, Najiket, when, whenever we record a podcast together it is always that we somehow talk about the wicket-keeping scenario. We talk about Shrikar Bharat versus Ishan Kishan. This time we are going to, like like Dwij already said, that there is already a bit of, you know, you can pick either of them, a little bit of confusion whether you want to pick Ishan Kishan or Sanju Samson. Dwij gave a really good point that Sanju Samson being a left-hander gives, could see that, could see that being a reason why he's getting the edge ahead of someone like Sanju Samson. But what are your thoughts on this wicket-keeping scenario? Because before we started recording, you kind of named your ideal playing 11 and you went with Sanju Samson in the middle order. So what is your rationale behind that thinking? Uh, well, uh, Ishan Kishan's best position from where he scored a double hundred was in the opening. Opening slot. So Sanju Samson is someone who has uh, played either for his club or his country anywhere from number 1 till number 7. Yeah. So, but is best suited in, you know, in a longer format like ODI in the middle order or let's say the number 4 that is currently up for grabs as uh, Shreya Sayer uh, is injured. Yeah. So, if we look at the combination, uh, let's say Shubman Gil and Rohit Sharma have pretty much cemented their places as uh, the openers. So, yeah. Ishan Kishan for me uh, doesn't fit in the middle order as uh, as Dwij also mentioned a point regarding the pinch hitters we already have uh, you know uh, highly aggressive players following like Surya Kumar Jadeja Hardik Pandya yeah. Shardul Thakur if he gets selected so we have that covered but we need someone who can uh, negate the middle overs uh, smartly and uh, you know build an inning uh, with uh, let's say Virat Kohli or either of the opener that is over there or a crisis situation comes in I am uh, you know, you need a more assured batsman that has a mindset to play 30 overs. And between Samsung and Ishan Kishan, I guess uh, Samsung is that one player because Kishan is a naturally aggressive player and you wouldn't want to take that away from him yeah. because uh, we have seen him play well in the opening slot more times than not. And also, uh, once uh, Rahul is back, he'll be the first choice wicketkeeper in my opinion in the ODI team. Yes. So, that will be the number 5 spot uh, that he takes, uh, which he usually uh, takes. So, assuming that uh, even Shreya Sayer is coming back uh, in the Ireland series, uh, KL Rahul will be back uh, soon before, I guess, during the Asia Cup or Asia before Cup. that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure about his timeline. So, we have a couple of spots already sealed over there. So, if we are planning to, you know, someone who can negate the middle overs, I think Samsung would be a safer bet and a better option than Kishan. Yeah. Like, you kind of made that point whilst you were discussing this topic that you don't want to disrupt the opening partnership between Shubman Gill and uh, Rohit Sharma, particularly with World Cup just around the corner. But we kind of did that, didn't we, in the test series? we We have so many good openers coming through. We have Regardless of the format, that is, we have Shubman Gale, uh, yes, as we Jaiswal, another opener. We have Ruturaj Gaikwad, who cannot get a game despite him being so talented. Do you think it is wise to then once again crop and change your lineup 
and just to fit in someone like Ishan Kishan in the opening slot and push Shubman Gill further down the batting order, or it doesn't make sense as far as the one day. But the opening, is uh, the you know, uh, one spot that was vacant in the test uh, squad was number three. Uh, yes, as Cheteshwar Pujara was dropped. Yeah, but uh, if you see over here, uh, India's middle order is pretty much sealed. Number three is non-negotiable. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Uh, we can't uh, think of uh, you know. Uh, pushing Shubman Gill anyway down the order uh, below number at number four five or anything, he yeah. has scored uh, centuries I guess before the uh, IPL started uh, at the opening position has been pretty well. He's someone who prefers uh, to play at number three in white ball cricket. At num uh, at number three in ODI it is not uh, possible right now. Yeah, as Virat Kohli is still playing, so I guess these two pretty much should make the cut and. It's my personal opinion. Uh, Ishan Kishan is not. It's just my personal opinion that I don't even think he's going to make the final fifteen, because if we, uh, yeah, because if we look practically, uh, uh, Rahul will be the guy who's be who'll be the first so, choice. So you would pick Sanju Samson ahead of Ishan Kishan in the, or would you, would you even drop him as well? No, if we are going for a backup keeper, then Sanju Samson will be the one because Ishan Kishan is an opener. So but, I guess yeah. that uh, we'll need a cover for, let's say, an injury-prone Shreya Sayer or yes. a middle-order batsman or a backup keeper. So Sanju Samson would be a better fit. So I do not think that uh, changing the entire order for a person who might not even make the final fifteen would be, uh, you know, a good move ahead so close to the World Cup. Yeah, makes sense. So we we kind of figured the batting lineup here that all of us are in agreement that Sanju Samson could be the one who gets the nod ahead of Ishan Kishan. Though Dwich kind of made some good points as well that you want someone a left-hander to come in and play as well, and you should not rely and go all the way down to Ravinder Jadeja for a left-handed. But I think it is quite understood that Sanju Samson is the one. Who will be the wicket keeper because he slots in perfectly in that middle order slot? Yes, I want to come to you on this because in the mid middle order, there is a certain guy who just holds the Indian playing eleven like a glue, like a super glue in the middle, and that is Hardik Pandya. Not only is the wicket keeper, not only he can come out there. Yeah, obviously, which we have Virat Kohli is there in the top order kind of thing, but. Uh, we don't need to talk much about Virat Kohli when it comes to one-day cricket. We all know what a legend and superstar he is as far as our one-day side is concerned in particular. And I'm sure a lot of hopes are on his shoulder, not only for the Asia Cup, but for the World Cup as well. But I personally want to talk about Hardik Pandya here because as I was going to say, Yash, not only he is the wicket keep uh, sorry no, the vice captain not the wicket keeper obviously he's not the wicket keeper the vice captain he is the one who kind of comes in at the lower middle order place he kind of gives you those quick fire runs he also gives you some uh, some three or four overs here and there so how important is it for team india to have a fit hardik pandya back in the playing 11 like it's it's really good to see him back and like he has made one of the like the best comebacks after going through the back yeah. surgery uh, back injury that he had i think way back in 2019 and after that like he has just been like given superstar performances as he used to do before saving us yeah 
you know, coming down the bat, trying to stabilize the innings, get some quick runs here and there. And like he has always been the super pandya. Yeah. And so, like it, it would uh, be like a joy to watch him, you know, play again in Indian colors after so, so many months. Yeah, like makes last. sense. And Dwij, what are your opinions on the reintroduction of Hardik Pandya? How important is he for this Indian side, for the for the team composition, or solely on the team composition? What does he bring, according oh, to you? I think uh, he's extremely important in our middle order. But also what the inclusion of Hardik Pandya does is that now that he's approved, one captain, he can lend one more year to both Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli in assisting them in tough situations yes. in bowling changes. And not only that, he can also act as uh, as a pinch hitter, what Ishan Kishan was supposed to do. But now that we have all agreed and come to a consensus that Sanju Samson or KL Rahul might be the one who start, yeah. then Hardik Pandya is the perfect fit. Plus, one more thing Hardik Pandya allows is it allows you to play both your spinners in Jadeja and Akshar Patel. Yeah. And what that will do in Indian conditions is that we will have two left-hander batsmen, two proper all-rounders in the lower middle order, plus yeah. two proper left-arm uh, spinners who can you know easily contribute five, six wickets between them in every game. Plus, we'll also... Uh, have the opportunity to play only two specialist fast bowlers as Hardik Pandey will act as the fifth one. So yeah. I think not only will he provide the entire quota of 10 overs, but he will also strengthen our batting. Uh, yeah. But but then Dwij, there you said that Hardik Pandya offers India the chance of playing both all-rounder spinners in the form of Jadeja and uh, Akshar Patel. If there's a Ravi Chandan Ashwin, he could slot in as there. But unfortunately, I don't think he's part of this West Indies squad. But then don't you think that means that you could either play just one of Yuzvendra Chahal and Kuldeep Yadav? Don't you think that's another issue there? Because let's say we can play just three spinners. Chahal, I think, is a guaranteed starter for me. Then don't you think that takes away Kuldeep Yadav if we play just... Ravindra Jadeja and Akshar Patel in this West Indies series in particular? Uh, I think for this West Indies series, if you want to try Kuldeep Yadav, you can give him a shot in some yeah. games. But during the World Cup, since we are building for the World Cup, I think in the World Cup, we'll have Chahal, Jadeja, Akshar as our three spinners along with two proper fast bowlers. If Bumrah is fit, then he'll play or else Shami and Siraj will play along with Hardik Pandya. So we'll have these six bowlers with us. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think Kuldeep will make the cut because in Indian conditions, you need uh, three spinners at any cost. Yeah. And Akshar and Jadeja both are world-class left-arm spinners and yes. they are tried and tested in Indian conditions compared to Kuldeep Yadav who has been on and off uh, and you know he's just finding his way back to the side. So I think yeah. for the World Cup, I think Chahal, Jadeja, Akshar should be the spin trio and Kuldeep won't, I think, find the place. That's that's an interesting point. Najikit, what are your thoughts on the same? Because I kind of agree with what Dwij is saying as well. Because allowing someone like Akshar Patel and Ravindra Jadeja does prolong your batting order. Do you think that that is the way Indian team would be heading towards as far as the World Cup is concerned? Let's not talk about the West Indies series in particular. Because we have just all established the fact that this is going to be a trial and error, testing permutation combination kind of series as far as Team India is concerned. 
what are your opinions on let's say number 6 7 and 8 assuming hardik pandya is your number 6 then who is your number 7 and 8 along with a specialist spinner <laughs> uh, see uh, number 7 jadeja yes and uh, i am a big advocate for uh, kuldeep and chahal playing together uh, right. in odis especially because uh, they okay. have done brilliantly well when we have seen even in the last world cup last 50 over world cup they were pretty much uh, a dream pair for any yeah. team because left arm chinaman plus a leg spinner with this accuracy with this effectiveness it's a very rare combination for any team to have and chahal has been there in the scene ever since but uh, kuldeep was some somewhere on and off but uh, now that he's back in the last some of the odi series he has been doing well he has picked wicket and wickets in clusters yeah so i think that both of them should be in the setup um it depends see pretty much who we pick as the second seamer uh, if we are going full strength i guess siraj and uh, Jaspreet Bumrah will be the two seamer. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Shami uh, again is a luxury option as a third pacer in if we need. But in it as the World Cup is in India, I guess the third pacer will be Hardik Pandya. Yeah, and uh, we'll like generally go yeah. with yeah, generally go in with three spinners, two okay. fast bowlers, and uh, Hardik Pandya as the sixth bowling option and a seamer. Yeah. So I guess that. Uh, uh, Kuldeep Yadav uh, will most probably be batting at number eight in that scenario, and if uh, as Dwij also said, Akshar Patel. But I'm a big ad- advocate for his uh, bowling. But uh, you know, him and Jadeja are two pretty much uh, similar bowlers, with the only difference being that Jadeja turns the ball ball a bit uh, more than Akshar Patel. So I'd go with an option of Kuldeep Yadav because uh, we have seen that. Uh, leg spinners or chinaman bowler in that case as something different you just cannot read yeah. them and uh, have three variations at each ball so it's very tough to read them so in any scenario i would go with them and in terms of batting depth yes uh, we might have a position too short but uh, maybe uh, this might be the way to go as we'll bat anyway till number 7 or 8 yeah you wanted to add something here dwij Uh, yeah i just wanted to add one point that you know if uh, now ajit now that ajit agarkar is the selector and yeah. i he has publicly admitted while commentating that he's a huge fan of ashwin so i think if somehow uh, we can find a way to slot him in then it would be an icing on the cake for this bowling attack because uh, ashwin i don't know why he has been ignored suddenly for one world cup and then out of nowhere he comes back to the yeah. next squad world cup directly without playing any build up matches so if that's the case and they somehow decide to bring him back then we have a perfect spin trio of jadeja ashwin and chahal and that will also ashwin might also help in our lower batting order yeah that As is a good we discussed point. in earlier a podcast to whatsapp if you remember yeah, i yeah. Had, uh, said that he should be uh, one spinner who is always there in tests and odis too because not only is he is a master tactician but as which uh, rightly mentioned he, he can also contribute with a crucial 20 to 30 runs towards the end if needed yeah. so he is someone not necessarily in t20s but in odis and tests he should be a number one spinner for india so and and one other thing which a uh, someone like ravichandran ashwin in particular he offers to yes don't get me wrong listeners who are 
like listening this obviously for this podcast um, we are let's make things clear that ashwin is not part of the one day series against west indies we are just talking about the team composition leading into the world cup at the moment we'll get back to the west indies series shortly but something which ravichandran ashwin also provides team india is that then to prolong your batting lineup we don't necessarily have to play someone like shardul thakur as well instead of shardul thakur we can go with a proper seamer in the form of b h shami or bumrah as you mentioned so that is another luxury which ravichandran ashwin provides us so it it is really important to see him so if like which mentioned that if ajit agarkar has already made up his mind that if ashwin is fit we want him in the world cup then i really want to see him play not only in the asia cup but also in the australian three match series which is which is like scheduled just before the world cup if i am not wrong correct me if i am wrong there i think it there is a series right yes yeah 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 so i want to see him in that series and the asia cup as well just so we can have the team composition to the to the t and exactly what we want to play in the first game against uh, pakistan in october so yes i want to get back to you since you haven't uh, we haven't heard from you for quite some time now what what is your opinion on this spinning kind of debate which we are having for the last 10 15 minutes because in we are blessed like we talked about earlier in this podcast we are blessed with so many good openers now but we have been blessed with so many good spinners as well no, uh, we have kuldeep yadav yuzvendra chahal there is ashwin jadeja there is uh, we haven't even talked about ravi bishnoi but because he is not going to be part of this world cup scenario uh, as situation altogether we have uh, yuzvendra chahal kuldeep yadav we have so many good options who do you want to see in particular are you amongst someone like me who is a big advocate of playing ravichandran ashwin regardless of the format what are your opinions on the same uh like ashwin and jadeja would uh, be in my playing 11 for test and odi at any given day yeah like, the duo of them just works wonders both can you know take quick wickets uh, ashwin can help uh, with scoring runs as well as an yes. add on i would personally prefer uh, uzi chahal because oh, yeah. like he has been a big match performance like uh, it it was also you know kind of sad to see him uh, miss last year i think t20 cup as well yeah so for me the big 3 would be to have ashwin jadeja and uzi all right so yeah so this is the ideal scenario this is not yeah. talking about a west indies series this is the ideal scenario ideal heading scenario, into, yeah. into the world cup Yeah. Um. Dwij, let's let's briefly talk about the upcoming West Indies series. Just let let's narrow down the conversation towards the end of this podcast. We have uh as as we already discussed earlier in this podcast that we have rested Mohammad Shami, but we still have Mohammad Siraj, who is once again going to lead our bowling attack like he did in the Test series, which I know you love it. So, uh, who who do you think is the ideal second seamer to complement? Mohammad Siraj do you go with Shardul Thakur or do you go with someone like Mukesh Kumar or Umran Malik I personally if given a choice would go with Mukesh Kumar because yeah. whatever I've seen of him in uh, for DC in the IPL he has been fantastic plus in the test matches also he showed that he can swing the ball both ways he can ball that York Yorkers in the death yeah. overs which he very effectively does in T20s also 
I think he deserves a chance uh, in this side because if you really want to try and test your bench strength for the World Cup, and if that's the main motive, then there is no uh, point of playing someone like Umran Malik because I don't think he'll make the cut anyways. Yeah. So if you want to genuinely uh, try options, then you can definitely try uh, Mukesh Kumar and Shardul Thakur. I think uh, he doesn't now need to prove a point. I think he's he 80 to 90 percent might get selected in the squad irrespective of whether he performs or not yeah as a third or fourth seamer so yeah i think india should go with and try mukesh what are your opinions nachiket because i saw you name your playing 11 ahead before we started recording this podcast and you went with shardul thakur as an out and out seam bowler expecting to bowl all 10 overs do you still stick to your guts regarding the same just uh, based on the fact that we need someone who can contribute uh, with the bat at number eight. So, Shardul Thakur is someone who might not be one of the most premium quick bowlers, but he does his yeah. job. He has a knack of picking wickets. He might go for 60 to 65 runs, but he uh, guarantees you two wickets a game almost every time he steps on. Yeah, Love to see Mukesh in an ideal scenario, but uh, if we had Bhuvneshwar Kumar in the setup, uh, it wouldn't be a debate as he can bat at number eight. So, but uh, seeing this uh, current crop, I don't think uh, we might risk. Again, it depends on who these guys want to play. If they want to continue with Akshar Patel, then Mukesh Kumar straight uh, straight away slots in. Or in that yeah. case, any other bowler like Unar Kattu. But if they decide to go with uh, Kuldeep Yadav and Yuzvendra Chahal, I guess that they might have to look at someone like Thakur who can uh, chip in with some runs in case we need them. Yes. So, th- I think um, I think we covered the opening slot. We covered middle order. We covered lower middle order in, in regards of Hardik Pandya and stuff like that. We have now covered our spin department and bowling as, as well. One final thing we need to cover and I think the viewers have and the listeners as well have been waiting for this is Virat Kohli. We briefly mentioned him when we were talking about Hardik Pandya and crucial players and there is Regardless of form, there is no crucial player in one-day scenario than no more more important player than Virat Kohli. Dwich, you you are a massive Virat Kohli fan like all of us are. You have a poster right behind his poster right behind your wall as well. What do you expect from someone like Virat Kohli? Do you, and I want you to talk on the current scenario, like in the West Indies series. Do you expect him to? you know, boss the series from the very get-go, get into the groove heading into the World Cup or do you see it being like a slow and steady process which will eventually lead to him performing in the World Cup? Uh, No, I don't think uh, Virat Kohli ever plays any match with an intent that he's just there for the uh, sake of it. Participation, mindset, yeah. Yeah, his mindset in any game is like he's playing a World Cup final. So, I think uh, whatever we see Virat Kohli playing, whatever, if he decides to play a bit aggressively, which we have seen him do uh, recently in the ODI uh, matches that India have played, yeah. then I think that uh, same attitude and style will be replicated by him in the World Cup because ultimately in the back of his mind, that will be the competition that he's aiming for. Yes. So I think whatever the team management and Virat decides to play, if he decides to play the anchor role, then I think we'll see him play a similar role in the World Cup as well. But if um, 
the indian order the indian management feels that uh, we have enough strength in our opening plus the players who are coming in the middle order like yeah. surya and hardik and you need one more player in virat kohli to you know just play freely considering this might be his last world cup yeah and he might need want to express himself in a very positive way then i think he'll play definitely aggressively from ball one that's that's a really good point uh, you made about how his playing style should be uh, in this one day setup and yash i wanted to talk to you about this particularly in this west indies series when we don't have the likes of rishabh pant we don't have kl rahul we any we don't even have someone like shreyas ayer whom we can bank on we we lack a bit of i won't say quality but bit of experience in the middle order we, because we are going to rely on the likes of sanju samson and surya kumar yadav for this west indies series in particular don't get me wrong both of them are fantastic players beautiful to watch in the t20 setup but the pair haven't lit up the one day setup in in general like we all remember surya kumar yadav had those three consecutive ducks against australia just before the start of the ipl i think that was the last time team india played a one day international series as well so he he would be having that in the back of the mind as far as sky is concerned and as we already mentioned the fact that someone like surya kumar yadav uh, sorry someone like uh, sanju samson has been in and out of the side so he hasn't had a good run of games in that regard how important is it for someone like virat kohli to be the fulcrum between the top order and the middle order uh i think pretty much like these guys they can you know handle the pressure yes you all know but we like hate to admit it but like this is just an another match for us we know west indies are on the weak, weaker side so like this is one of the best times to prove uh for sky and sanju samsung both like they can be a decent middle order partner going forward yeah and like i hope the situation doesn't come down to that we have to you know rely again on virat kohli to get the runs on the board and then we have yes. a struggling openers as well as middle order yes so we this should be that, a yeah. you know piece of cake for us and i hope these two guys especially sky and samson if like if samson makes their playing 11 yes. give their best and you know get the runs the missing runs like yeah like they you know couldn't prove uh even when they get their fair bit of chances so like this is the perfect atmosphere like everything is just set up for them they just have to you know come and score those quick runs and virat kohli like it would be a pleasure to watch him as always we get Makes like sense. we hope yeah. we see another century yeah yeah 77th series. now we already saw the 76th century in the test yeah. series which was one so was really controlled innings as far as kohli is concerned We hope to see him raising his bat once again. Yeah, and kissing that ring which he wears on his neck. And so, <laughs> but Nachiket, one final thing before we wrap things up. Uh, can you just name your ideal playing eleven heading into the West Indies One Day series, which starts from tomorrow? Uh, yes, 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 yes. So my uh, playing eleven would be opening, of course, uh, Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill. Yeah. followed by virat kohli sanju samson at 4 he'll be keeping the wickets too yes. surya kumar yadav hardik pandya uh, ravindra jadeja shardul thakur yuzwender uh, chahal kuldeep yadav and mohammad siraj i think i think we as we discussed there could be a few changes here there there could be likes of mukesh kumar in there 
there could be akshar patel in there but i think nine out of those 11 players are going to be the same regardless of who pick this pick this side be it me dwej or yash so yeah i think we have covered all the necessary points we started from the top order we went through the middle order we talked about the lower order and we obviously talked about the bowling unit as well it was quite a healthy conversation with you as all three of you uh, as we have had so many times now uh, dwej any parting comments before we wrap things up what are your predictions heading into this west indies series uh, just like i predicted that uh, australia are going to sweep over england i think this is also going to be true <laughs> against west indies so sure. uh, i think this series isn't of that much importance what matters is how we perform in the asia yeah. cup leading to the world cup and for that reason i believe that we should give players like as i mentioned mukesh and uh, someone like ruturaj a good go yes. in this series so but do you still expect india to go away with a victory right yes yes easy victories yeah yeah even i feel the same that the west indies squad which was announced like two days ago is they still have so many gaping holes in that squad that it's ridiculous with all the quality they they possess Yash, any parting thoughts? Let's hope we just win this and be back to record the T Twenty podcast in Asia Cup. I just can't yes. wait for it. <laughs> yes, the 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 cricket is coming thick and fast now. We don't we have five test match. Oh, sorry, we have five one day internationals. Oh, sorry, this is. I need to get my words correct. We have three one day internationals, five T Twenty matches. Then we go to Ireland to play three more T Twenty series. Five T Twenties in the West Indies, five in Ireland. Then we have the Asia Cup. Then we have a three-match one-day series against Australia before the World Cup. That's the schedule. If I have not missed a game or two there, Nachiket, any parting thoughts from your end? Well, just uh, you know, make these matches as one-sided as possible in yeah. favor of India because it it won't be a treat to watch for us. But if our batsmen can score in. Uh, runs again and bowlers can pick easy wickets that would be the best thing that uh, can happen for the confidence of this team because how we win is important we need some tough competition no doubt but uh, we'll of course be getting that in the asia cup and also the australia series that will be coming up we'll get some really tough competition in those yeah. games yeah. right now i don't think that we uh, will see any close matches yes 20 30 at 20 30 run margin at best but uh, Win three nil easy wins uh, all three of them unless rains players fall for yeah. like the first match win and just uh, go back home. Yeah, this is just like a stepping stone as far as team India is concerned. Get everyone in the form and then carry that form not only in the Asia Cup but then the preceding World Cup as well. Once again, lovely conversation with my friends here, Dwij, Yash, and Nachiket. It was uh, you will hear a lot more from these three guys who have fantastic cricketing brains. We'll talk a lot not only about this, not only during the T Twenty series for the West in in the West Indies. We'll be also covering the Asia Cup and even the Asian Games. To be honest, we have named a really exciting squad for that uh, tro- uh that tournament as well. So please stay tuned to the Cricket Con podcast. Make sure you're liking, sharing, and subscribing on YouTube. If you're listening this on Spotify or Apple Podcast, then make sure. you're giving us those wonderful five star ratings however for the time being this is dwij yash nachiket and myself vatsal vora signing off ciao for now 
Sports Social Podcast Network.